Hello in TV land. My name's Sebastian Rickoff. And my name is Rowan Wood, and welcome to Across the Stars, where if it's Star Wars, we cover, we cover it. Uh, so this is our third and final script reading for Star Wars Duel of the Fates, the original episode nine. And uh, for some reason, the cast keeps changing. Uh, we have at least one new person every week. Uh, well, so people today... just can't seem to stand us these days. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, today, I want to welcome Eliza uh, here to take over the roles that Grace was playing in the last two. Um, but first, uh, we have some new guests on the podcast uh, who have not told us their Star Wars origin stories. Uh, so we're going to start with Xander there. Uh, Xander, what is your Star Wars origin story? Well, I was here last week, but I didn't get to do my origin story, but I'm here now. Um, to be honest, I'm not quite sure. I saw the, fir- the, the A New Hope when I was a certain age. I, I don't remember what that age was, but it was probably fairly young because I remember it scared me a lot. Um, and then I just we watched the rest of the, the Star Wars movies and I thought, hey, that was fun. And then a few years later, I watched them again and thought, hey, that was fun. And I, you know, I just kind of like I then the new ones came out, uh, the sequels, and I watched them and thought, hey, that was fun. And, you know, I just kind of enjoy the Star Wars universe and the lore, and I'm not, I don't know too much about it, but it, whenever I see Star Wars content, I think, hey, that was fun. Truly, truly inspiring, Xander. Um, almost as inspiring as Patrick Morahan's story last week. Not um, as, though. N- not not no, as you're, no, you're right no. you're right you're right you're right um so now uh i will turn to eliza uh eliza what is your star wars origin story so i come from a family that i never had a tv i didn't have a phone until i was in sixth grade and we didn't have a tv in the house until probably almost the end of high school and we everything that i consumed was books that i read so i was always a big lord of the rings fan and always a big big narnia fan the only thing that my parents would make electronic exceptions for was star wars and i have been obsessed with star wars since before i've was capable of doing pretty much anything because my mom it was like her favorite thing in the world so me and my brother kind of grew up knowing that if you didn't like star wars you weren't really a part of the family in a sense and i was obsessed with obviously the originals and the prequels and then I got into the Clone Wars at a, at a pretty young age and it was kind of my, it was beginning to like being actually obsessed with Star Wars and it really just kind of spiraled from there. It's not even like a good thing in my life at this point. It's absolutely an obsession. I, I have been obsessed with Marvel and I've been obsessed with Hamilton and I went through all the serious phases, but none of them ever superseded my reoccurring, very, very all-consuming obsession with Star Wars. I've read far too many lore books. I know far too much about the characters and I care about Ahsoka Tano more than way too many living people. I think, uh, I think some of us here can sympathize with the, uh, with the obsession bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, since we have one new cast member, I figured before we start reading, we should uh, do introductions one more time as to the characters that we are playing. So... Um, if all of you would introduce yourself in the order on the chat screen, and then we can get going. Hi, I'm Nell. I'm reading for Ray. I'm Brennan. I'm playing Poe Dameron. Uh, I'm Kieran. I'm playing Finn and Lando. 
Uh, I'm Patrick. I'm playing Kyle Ran. I'm playing Han Solo. I'm playing RK514, aka Rafe. I'm playing Obi-Wan. I'm playing Stormtroopers and Officers. And I'm playing the Trado Federation, the guys. Oh, and I'm playing Awata. Uh, I'm playing all the funny ones. Uh, I'm playing all the goofs and all the laughs, and it's going to be funny. Uh, hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Rose Tico, uh, Chewbacca, a fan favorite, uh, and our favorite little green shrimp, Yoda. I'm Eliza. I'm reading for General Leia, an absolute queen among men, and Ray's mother, who is very ominously just called Mother. Hi, I'm Xander. I'm reading for Chancellor Hux and a date. Pam. Uh, that's me. I'm playing C-3PO and uh, Commander Selleck. I'm uh, Sebastian, and uh, I'm playing Luke and Father. And I am Rowan, uh, and I am reading Scene Directions. And now, on page 76, we will enter back into the world of Duel of the Fates. Exterior Oliforn Dawn. Leia's shuttle descends among plumes of earth-hued steam, shooting up like skyscrapers from surface cracks. Aliens soak in sulfur baths, sweating from the steam. Interior, Oliforn Village Street. A trio of drunken First Order officers stumble down a side street on leave. Two hold up the blitzed third, singing. Sing it like how my mother sang it! A white-robed figure walks past them. We glimpse Leia's face as she maneuvers through the enemy's midst. She eyes an unmarked door lit by a single lamp. When the coast is clear, she heads in. Interior, all foreign cabaret club. Classy, smoke-filled, lampshades on every table. No customers left, only alien servers cleaning up and cashing out. A slovenly band member divides up credits between a pair of quad-armed zextos as the, at the two pianos on stage. The servers leave their night's take to be counted by the owner, Lando Calrissian, 70, smooth as ever. Leia's shadow falls over the pile of credits. A man in his element. Lando looks up, smiles big. Hey, uh... Lando, uh, Lando is quickly on his feet, brings her hand to his lips. All right, all right. The band manager eyes them from the stage. You shouldn't be seen here. For your sake or for mine? Both. Interior Oliforn Cabaret Club, private lounge. Lando pours a warm cup of tea. The clientele are mostly first order, but what can I do? The grip of this empire is tighter than the last. Smuggling is a matter of life and death. I need your help. Leia... We need ships, pilots. You know every smuggler in the galaxy. Look, I promised Han I'd take care of you if anything happened. Oh, you'd take care of me. I know, I know. You deserve better. But helping your new friends crash into the First Order's machine isn't what he would have wanted. Lando, the galaxy needs you. Lando eyes something of concern on the cabaret floor. A trio of stormtroopers talking to that skeezy band manager. They look up in Lando's direction. He takes Leia's hand and heads for a private elevator. Remind me never to make promises. Interior, Oliforn docking bay. Lando brings Leia to her shuttle ready for departure. You need to go. I can't protect you here. Come with me. Fight with us. 
We won a war once already. What good did that do? We proved it could be done. Leia, I'd do anything for you. Lando puts a loving hand on Leia's cheek, leans forward and kisses her tenderly on the forehead. I'm sorry. In the shuttle, Leia watches Lando grow small as the shuttle flies away, his cape dusting behind him. Ray, help us. Exterior, deep space. Ray drops out of light speed to find herself in swirling clouds, half red, half blue. An ominous and violent atmosphere surrounding a black circle. The galactic void. Suddenly, the navigational equipment blinks out. The ship rattles. Alarms sound. Ray braces herself, recalculates for light speed, and makes the jump into the void. The stars streak into infinite straight lines ahead, then twist and bend as she passes through the black hole. Ray's face becomes an echo of itself in 15 places at once like the mirror cave on Octu. Nearly subliminal flashbacks. Finn taking her hand on Jakku. Han Solo handing her a blaster on Takadana. Kylo reaching into her mind on Starkiller base. Leia smiling fondly on her return to Dakar. Luke taking the lightsaber on Octu. Snoke snarling at her in the moments before his death. Poe yelling out her name on Bonadan. Hatsaka Ren's force electrified mask until it all stops. Ray opens her eyes. There is a planet ahead, no stars visible around and only deep black. Heavy clouds swirl over one third. Another third is a rich green, another orange and red. Suddenly the power drops out. Lights on the dashboard go dark. The ship goes into freefall. Exterior mortis, western woods. Knife nine skims over treetops and crash lands in a riverbed. Tiny fish leap out of the water and run away. Ray pries herself out of the wreckage and sloshes to land. She looks back at the smoking ship. No turning back. She hikes into the leafy forest, summer turning to fall at an accelerated pace around her. The trees clear to a steep ledge, a towering mountain ahead, a temple barely visible at the summit. The valley below is alive with autumnal oranges, yellows, and reds. She journeys on. Exterior mortis, eastern plateau, Kylo's silencer lands in a clearing of dead leaves, trees. No leaves on the branches, covered in snow. He looks up at the mountain ahead. Visibility is low. A natural stone bridge over a deep precipice. Tall granite on either side, vaguely shaped into primitive faces. It feels like a gate. A whisper on the wind swirls around him, fluttering his cape in the air. The force is strong here. He journeys on. Cut to... Coruscant, Imperial Boulevard, dawn. Empty. Silent. R2-D2 and C-3PO emerge from an abandoned building. Two small figures swallowed by the desolate urban landscape. R2 beeps. I agree, R2. We may not survive this time. A shadow falls over them both. A battalion of First Order transports descend through the morning mist. They touch down, releasing an army of brute troopers. Thick, muscular mercenary enforcers, chrome armor and masks, reminiscent of Phasma. These guys make the stormtroopers look like the neighborhood watch. Interior tenement block, dawn. The brute troopers bark orders, flashing lights and weapons as families are forced out of their homes. A horrified, waist-high Chadra fan begs for mercy. Big, big map! A brute trooper shoves his rifle into the alien's stomach, doubling him over. A trio of infants wail from their porch on the ceiling. A few nearby stormtroopers look at one another, disturbed by the violence. Next level vicious. 
The brute troopers pushed frightened citizens into prison crafts. Children are separated from their parents, herded into transports en route to the conditioning camps. They scream, reaching through steel bars as the crafts rise. R2-D2 and C-3PO watch in horror as it plays out around them. I, I can't watch. How horrible. R2 beeps melancholy. We'll never find Master Finn now. Interior sewer underground. Sludge water spurts out of mysterious chutes into a gelatinous sewer cake of repulsive mysterious contents. Finn jets out of a chute and splashes down, sputtering. Ugh. A pack of sewer womp rats feed on the refuse encased in the gelatinous mass. One approaches and sniffs, hideous whiskers brushing his face. Finn tries to dislodge his arms from the gel. Hey, get away. Ugh. It takes a lick of his face before he can pull an arm out and swat it away. The womp rats scatter. Then he sees why the rats scattered. The colossal gryok, a white eyeless larva the width of a tunnel it's emerging from. It feeds on the sewage, gaping mouth slowly sucking the gelatinous mass into its body. Oh no, 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 no. Finn dislodges himself enough to get stuck again. The gyrock closes in, slow as the sludge he's stuck in. This is the worst of bad nightmares. The Gryok's jaws open, dripping saliva, teeth like knives. Just as Finn is about to get eaten by this thing, a hatch above him opens, pouring light. It's Dade. Give me your hand! Finn grabs the kid's hand and pulls himself up into the hatch just as the Gryok chomps down. Interior sewer tunnel. Finn collapses, shaking, traumatized for life. That was so many disgusting things all at once. I've seen worse. Offers a hand. Dade. Just one name. What's wrong with that, Finn? You know me? We've been tracking you down since you landed. We? A distant screeching sound. Uh, what was that? You don't want to find out. Come on. Dade shows Finn his resistance ring. Trust me. Exterior underground tunnel. Finn follows Dade down a light tunnel, boots splashing in the shallow water. Lights up ahead. First Order purged a 10-mile radius around the capital after the galaxy went dark. Took most able bodies to the conditioning camps. Did anyone escape? Just us. Dade opens a rusty door to reveal... Abandoned underground prison, day. Hundreds of compartment-like dwelling units connected by catwalks to a central control tower. Living here, a thousand escaped citizens aged 12 to 60. Finn is stunned. How many people are down here? 10,000, maybe more. You guys have weapons? Whole city's got weapons. That's what they're afraid of. A million of us rise up, the first order's finished. Finn lets that idea burrow deep. You're right. He's caught up, fervent, brave. This revolution starts here, right now. Sure, all we need is ships, weapons, an army. Finn looks out at the massive underground cavern of humanity. A thousand faces waiting for a leader. We have one. Finn eyes the old prison command tower in the center. Interior prison command tower. Finn kicks open the door and fires up the comm system. He looks out at the downtrodden faces. My name is Finn. I bring a message from the Resistance. An older woman exits her cell, tired and worn, kept down by this war since the Rebel Alliance days. The First Order rules by fear. 
They build shapes to intimidate us, wear masks to frighten us, but they're the ones who are scared. The older woman takes her wooden spoon and wraps it rhythmically against the bars of the old prison. This is not the time to hide underground. If we take the capital, the galaxy will join us. An alien joins, then another. Together we can strike back. Together we can resist. Hundreds, then thousands of people clanking their possessions together in unison. Finn stands tall, from traitor to deserter to revolutionary leader. His journey has led to this. Exterior mortis, western cliffs. Ray scales the icy peak, blasted by wind and sleet. She reaches a plateau, finds her footing. There are statues of robed ancients here, not Jedi. A storm of snow dust obscures her vision, voices echo. Suddenly she's back in the bright, warm sands of the Jakku desert. Wind sweeps over the dunes. A child's voice screams out. Through the storm of sand, a little girl is dragged away from her mother and father. It's young Ray at the moment her parents abandon her. The little girl screams, reaching out her hand. Come back! Wait! Ray steps toward them, feet digging in the sand. Wait. The mother breaks from the father's grasp and runs toward young Ray, but the father holds her back. No, we can't. It's too dangerous. The mother relents, calls to her daughter, heartbroken. Stay here. Wait for us. We'll come back, understand? I promise we'll come back. Young Ray screams. Ray's watery eyes match her younger self as the ship rises, casting a shadow over them both. The sandstorm kicks up, obscuring them. It turns from yellow sand to snow. Ray catches her breath, devastated. They were afraid. Why were they afraid? No response. Only wind. Luke, tell me. Why were they afraid? He doesn't answer. She grows furious, screams. Her lightsaber flashes as she cuts an ancient statue in half. It falls, cracks in half. She looks up at the temple above, anger burning in her eyes. Exterior mortis, eastern forest. Kylo hikes through winter. Glimpses of the temple break through the canopy above. Suddenly the wind dies. There's something ahead. A house in the woods, smoke from the chimney. His younger self, Ben Solo, approaches the house. He wears all black robes, a hood. This is clearly some kind of force-induced vision, a sign of this planet's strength. Kylo watches from the shadows as Ben nears the house. When he puts his hand on the iron door handle, it opens. Han Solo stands in the doorway. He looks at his son with sadness and fear. What are you doing, Ben? That's not my name anymore. Your mother can't see you here. Not like that. Ben pulls his hood down. He's maybe 17? I'm not coming back. There's a greater destiny for me. They're lies, son. Empty promises. You have everything you need right here in this creepy cabin. What? You? Her? My master says that I have unequaled power. Neither of you understand. Your mother understands more than anyone. She sent me away to learn, to grow. I have grown. Kylo watches Han approach his son, strikingly similar to their confrontation on the catwalk on Starkiller Base. Your mommy loves you. She's afraid of me. Han eyes the lightsaber in Kylo's hand. Give me the laser sword, son. Han reaches for the lightsaber. You know I can't. On the Starkiller Base catwalk, 
Kylo is back in the moments just before he killed his father. He watches as he plunges the blade through Han Solo, his father's eyes full of love even as the life drains from him. In the Mortis Eastern Forest, Kylo disturbed and shaken, alone again in the snow. Determined, he takes his first steps up the mountain. Cut to Coruscant Streets, dawn. Empty, silent. R2-D2 and C-3PO emerge from a side street. Two small figures swallowed by the desolate urban landscape. R2 beeps. Agree. This isn't the Coruscant I remember. A shadow falls over them both. A towering ATMT walker rounds onto the boulevard. They watch it pass, dwarfed by it. It stops, a smoking charred First Order tank in its path. C-3PO and R2-D2 look on, curious. Interior ATMT walker, cockpit. The pilots look down at the burning tank. Any life forms? Nope. Interior abandoned building, simultaneous. Finn and a hundred people's resistance fighters hunker down inside this empty building. The ATMT's head is positioned just below them outside. Now, floor mounted grappling guns fire hooks that stick into the opposite building, creating several zip lines over the ATMT. Finn clips on a carabiner. Exterior Coruscant streets. 20 resistance fighters swing onto the ATMT like pirates boarding a ship. Finn drops onto the top of the ATMT's body. Dozens more land beside him. They run along its back to the head. A resistance fighter cuts through the hatch with a vibrosaw. Finn tosses a shock detonator inside. Oh. An electronic flash within. The pilots slump over the controls. Finn drops in, pushes the pilots aside, takes the helm. A familiar alien, six eyes, takes the co-pilot seat. Load up. The side panels of the walker slide open, allowing the resistance fighters to repel onto the cavity. More armed citizens pour out of the alleys to escort the steel beast as it walks down the boulevard, knocking aside the flip tank as it passes. A pair of tie choppers zip around the corner and square off against the ATMT. The walker blasts them out of the sky. Interior capital, Inquisition chamber hallway, night. Hux paces. In the next room, Rose screams in pain between electric jabs and shocks. Chancellor, there's been insurrection. Word has spread to other districts. Decimate them. Sir, the leader is a former FN unit. He was aided by a regiment of our own. Hux twitches. Impossible. We're dispatching additional units to address the revolt. No, no. Recall the FN units from active duty. Sir. If there is a flaw in their programming, we must correct it. Deploy more brute troopers. Those mercenaries are undisciplined and expensive. Money is... Interior capital interrogation chamber. Rose's eyes are sunken, clothes ripped, blood peeking through the torn fabric. She hears commotion, the barking of orders. Two officers enter in a hurry. Transfer to cell block four. They want her in maximum security. One officer releases her from the rack. She slumps forward, dead weight. They drag her toward the door. As they move, Rose opens her eyes, eyeing the electric taser on the officer's hilt. When they reach the door, she hits the lights. She grabs the taser, shocks them both, clamps both their wrists to the iron shackles. So long, boys. 
Rose shuts the door behind her, leaving the two unconscious officers in here alone. Exterior Imperial Boulevard. The ATMT turns the corner onto Imperial Boulevard. Inside, Finn stokes revolt via loudspeaker. We will no longer live in silence. Gather your weapons. Rise up. Strike back. Finn squints out the window at a gold droid wandering among the cheering revolutionaries, unsure how he got here. Finn climbs out of the AT empty hatch for a better look. Suddenly, he's yanked upwards. A brute trooper lifts him out of the hatch and throws him onto the back of the walker. Finn is locked in a fistfight on the back of a moving walker 50 feet off the ground. Finn takes brutal hits from the brute trooper's steel gloves. It's like fighting a medieval knight with his bare hands. A powerful tackle and they both roll off the edge of the moving walker. Slam! They land on the brute trooper's back. He keeps fighting unharmed. Finn spots the walker's foot coming down on them. They roll away just as it lands. The brute trooper grabs a fallen blaster, puts a heavy foot on his chest, aims for Finn's heart. Last words, FN2187. Suddenly, laser fire takes him out. Finn looks up at a unit of stormtroopers. The leader takes off his helmet, extends his hand. It's RK514. He lifts Finn to his feet, hands him a blaster. Rafe. Oh, I like it. The other stormtroopers take off their helmets and throw them aside. Diverse faces with a new purpose. Freedom. Interior Eclipse Destroyer Bridge. Connix escorts Leia to a terminal. This message is from a First Order transmitter. Finn is alive. He has an army ready to storm the capital. They need reinforcements. All we have is what's on this ship. You can't win a war with a hundred pilots. Plus one. Chewbacca growls. Stop. Plus two. BB-8 beeps. Okay, I get it. Leia's face falls from relief to dread. Where's Ray? She ran on alone. Her choice, not mine. What about the others? We've lost contact with Rose. BB-8 beeps sadly. Finn is alive. He says he has an army on the ground. Then we put our pilots in the sky and back them up. Off her look. What? This is what we've been waiting for. If we take the capital, we can destroy that jammer and call the galaxy to war. They'll kill millions. I've seen it. It's too reckless. Resistance is reckless. Passion is the greatest weapon we have. Poe appeals to Leia. Their history together laid bare. The rebels fought the Empire and won. You showed us it could be done. But that was your war. This one's ours. Let us fight it. Leia looks out at the resistance fleet, young, ready. Set a course for Coruscant. Ready all weapons and attack ships. This is a full assault. Interior Eclipse Destroyer, Docking Bay. Resistance soldiers load in into transports. Pilots lower their droids into place. Urban assault vehicles roll into the open cargo holds of massive heavy transports. Exterior Eclipse Destroyer. The Eclipse tacks toward a distant point. The hyperdrive fires, rocketing the massive craft deep into space. Cut to exterior Temple of Mortis. Kylo Ren ascends the steps to a sealed stone door. The temple is cut into the mountaintop. Uninterpretable carvings, runes, and statues allude to civilization and knowledge long lost. He reaches out. The door bends to his will and opens. A millennium of dust spills from its cracks, but he does not enter. He knows he's not alone. I knew you'd come.
Kylo turns to face Rey. His mask surprises her. She's only seen a projection of his ideal self in their connections. Not this. The Force is strong in this place. Can you feel it? A low rumble. She's digging into his mind. You're in pain beneath that mask. Get out of my head. You won't like what you find. He force pushes her back. Her feet slide back a few inches, but she withstands it steadfast. I'm stronger than Anakin Skywalker. Stronger than his son. But you're still afraid. Of what? You? Of what you've become. The dark side has left you empty, alone. I don't have to be alone. With the power of this place, we could rule this galaxy as the ancients did. The dark side and the light. You still think I'd join you after what you did to my family? Kylo falters a bit. Were you going to tell me here? Weaken me with the truth? I know what you did. Deep down, I've always known. She circles him like a lion. My parents didn't sell me for drinking money. They were hiding me from you. So you remember. Flash two, the Knights of Ren in the rain, the image from Ray's force vision when she first touched the lightsaber. A distant child screams. Snoke made his orders clear. Find anyone who could destroy him. It didn't take us long to find you. You killed my parents. You blame me for your life on Jakku. You should thank me. You were safe. Say it. Did you kill them? I did. A blast of powerful energy explodes around her, clearing the temple mount of loose rocks. You murdered Han Solo. I'm not here for you, Ray. Millions of people. All I want is behind that door. Ray ignites her dual lightsaber. Then you'll have to kill me. Kylo lights his own saber. I know. Kylo attacks. They clash on the steps of the temple, both far more powerful than the last time they met. One of these two will not survive. Cut to exterior Coruscant, space. The eclipse appears from light speed. The city glows beneath. First Order Sentinel ships protect the capital from space. Interior destroyer bridge. Leia spins around in the chair once occupied by Akbar. Send the fleet to planet fall. Surprise is the only advantage that we have. Interior Eclipse Destroyer Docking Bay. X-Wings and Razorcraft fighters speed out of the bay, followed by troop transports and cargo dropships. Poe races toward the Falcon. Chewie and BB-8 follow. No, we don't have enough pilots. Get out there and do some damage. Ah! I don't know. Pick one. Chewie looks around, spots an orange X-Wing, cocks his head. Interior First Order Capital, Command Deck. Hux enters the Command Deck overlooking the boulevard. Smoke rises between the buildings. Chancellor, we've detected a ship in orbit, one of ours, but with unrecognized signature codes. The stolen eclipse. Summon all destroyers to the capital. We can end this uprising and eliminate the resistance in one triumphant day. Exterior Eclipse Destroyer. The Millennium Falcon rockets out of the bay and joins the Resistance attack fleet. The Sentinels unleash Hell, assisted by a squadron of TIE Hunters launching from within. Poe is inundated with blasts from the larger ships. A trio of Hunters bear down on the Falcon, then explode in succession. Chewbacca's X-Wing zips overhead, eliminating the enemy ships with precise focus shots. Interior X-Wing, Chewie wears no helmet. Oh! 
BB-8 chirps from the droid socket. Interior Falcon cockpit. Poe raises his eyebrows, impressed. That's one hell of a pilot. Exterior above Coruscant. The Eclipse unloads a super laser on the Sentinels. They explode as our attack fighters and transports descend through the billowing fire to Planetfall. Exterior Coruscant, Imperial Boulevard. Womp! The ATMT walker's foot stomps down the boulevard towards the First Order capital. The new Resistance army moves with it, thousands now, some with blasters, others with nothing but clubs and passion. Finn marches out with Rafe and his rebel troopers. Dade rides out of the top hatch of the top of, of the head of the ATMT, speaking through the booming broadcast speaker. Rise up, join the fight. Small bands of revolutionaries appear from side alleys. A trickle building to a stream, building to a river, but a distant sound silences them. Lockstepped boots. A thousand riot-suppressing Mandalorian brute troopers. Bulky, armored mercenaries with heavy shields and armed cannons. Sun cuts through the fog, revealing the extent of the capital's defenses. Advanced tanks and walkers. New designs we've never seen. Finn holds the line at the sight of the oncoming forces. Stand your ground. Finn and the stormtroopers are hit with fire from all sides. On R2-D2 and C-3PO, walking through lasers. A First Order astromech droid, R-808, or 08, rolls to a scomp terminal on the side of a flip tank and plugs in. R2 beeps urgently. He's sending a distress signal. Stop him. Nobody's listening to C-3PO. R2 beeps furiously. Me? I'm not programmed for violence, R2. Beep! C-3PO steals himself, hustles through laser fire, and rips open the back panel of R-808. I do apologize for this. He reaches into the droid's innards and pulls circuits out. R-808 beeps in distress, adding to C-3PO's horror. Please go quietly. One last yank and R-808 sparks out. Tips hits the ground. R-2 quickly plugs into the vacated scomp link, sends his own command. The belly railgun stops, spins, resets, and fires on the brute troopers. Finn climbs up onto the flip tank past C-3PO, who frets over the inanimate shell of R-808. I've done horrible things. I, I may never be the same. Shadows glide over the long boulevard. A squadron of Thai bombers crater the boulevard ahead of them. Geysers of concrete spew upward. They're about to be decimated. When a fleet of X-wings and B-wings dive from the sky, the resistance ships fly through the trench of buildings and hammer the bombers, spinning them into explosive collisions. Finn, Rafe, and the stormtroopers cheer the skies. Resistance transports land on the boulevard behind them. Stolen First Order AT-ATs, ATSTs, and attack speeders emerge from the cargo doors. They are heavily modded, painted with revolutionary colors, eyes, and teeth. Resistance troops pour out of the landing transports. You feel that? Finn swells with hope. We are the Resistance, all of us. Exterior Temple of Mortis. Rain pounds the gray stone, lit by flashes of blue and red. Lightsabers clash as Rey and Kylo fight mercilessly on the steps of the temple. Ancient statues crumble. Rey stops them in midair, pushing them back. Could have been your teacher. Rey loses ground, doubts herself, stumbles. I could have ended your pain. Rey slices Kylo's mask, shearing the bottom half, clean off, revealing the flesh beneath. You're weakening. Oh, whoops. <laughs> he removes it eye to eye now. She parries and attacks. You're weakening. 
Kylo allows Rey's barrage to hammer him, taking careful, controlled counter-strikes through her wild assaults. The last glimmer of a dying light. Kylo strikes a wicked blow across her face that instantly cauterizes a scar from her left cheek to her forehead. Rey's lightsaber drops to the stone. She falls to her knees and screams, clutching her eyes. When she opens them, the world is an abstract blur of light. She's blinded. Kylo stands over her lightsaber pointed to her heart. Rey looks up, crying blood. Rey falls backwards down the stone steps, motionless. Goodbye, scavenger. Kylo enters the Temple of Mortis, leaving Rey blind and bleeding on the steps. Above Coruscant, space. The Falcon buzzes the surface of the Eclipse, picking off attackers. Chewbacca's X-Wing flies with it, flies right with it. A finalizer Star Destroyer emerges from hyperspace. It fires on the Eclipse, hitting the deflector shields. Interior Eclipse Destroyer bridge. Leia swivels in her chair, conducting the revolution. Engage starboard cannons. Exterior above Coruscant, space. Gun ports on the side of the Eclipse open, pushing out 20 massive ion cannons like a pirate ship. They fire in unison. The finalizer stutters from the barrage and explodes. Interior Eclipse Destroyer, bridge. Leia clenches her fist amidst the victory. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Ten more destroyers arrive at once, an armada of size and classes. Her confidence drains. Come about. The Eclipse turns on its axis and unleashes hell. The lasers light up the dark like Christmas or Life Day. The First Order destroyers fire back faster and more propulsive than we're used to. Their relative scale to the Eclipse lets us feel their speed for the first time. Exterior Coruscant air battle. The Resistance ships weave and glide between buildings, firing on TIE hunters at window level of the profiteers who finance this conflict. A tight squadron reaches the capital itself. Their leader, Elo Asti, sends a pair of homing missiles into the structure. They hit big. Ion cannons on motorized swivels rise up from the structure's roof, blasting ships out of the sky with deadly precision. Interior First Order Capital War Room. Chancellor Hux watches a holographic representation of the air battle. How is it not over? It's the stolen dreadnought, sir. Our fleet isn't equipped to engage a ship of that magnitude. I mean all of it. Boom! An explosion rocks the capital, flickering the lights. Interior First Order Capital Corridor. Rose sneaks through the crisp white hallway. She ducks into a recess, a, pr a procession approaching Commander Selleck in the center of it. Ready to hyperdrive. Rose holds a gasp. The capital is a ship. In the unlikely event of our defenses are breached, we'll make the jump to light speed. She watches the First Order techs break away. They scan the ID bars on their uniform and disappear through a door. Rose sneaks to a window overlooking a vast architectonic abyss encircling the spine of the capital. Attached to the spine like a, like a vertebra, the cube transmission jammer completely encased in armor with no bridges or access points. She can't reach it. Removes those confiscated First Order ID bars from a hidden pocket, scans the door. It opens. Interior, Capital Navigator Room. Rose creeps into a control room stacked with nav consoles. Prepare for surface disengagement. Ready engines for hyperspace. Off the nav text look. Purely precautionary. She slips behind consoles and opens a panel in the floor. 
interior navigation subspace. Rose crawls into the subspace beneath the control room, surrounded by the wired computer towers that power the hyperdrive. The techs are still audible above. Ready to set coordinates, sir. Plot a course for the... I thought they said the force system. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like, this is terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, plot a course for the FORV system. Rose opens a panel to hyperdrive computer's motherboard and goes to work. Interior Millennium Falcon cockpit. Poe zips between a pair of burning destroyers as they collide behind him, swarming ties and chaos outside of his cockpit. Chewie, get down there. They need you. I've got this under control. He doesn't. Interior Chewbacca's X-Wing. BB-8 beeps frenetically. <laughs> Chewbacca spins and dives, breaking into the atmosphere. Exterior First Order Capital. Chewbacca's X-Wing descends to the capital, weaving through the grids of lasers fired upwards by the iron cannons. Ion cannons. Ooh. He makes an attack run over the cannon arrays, taking out several turrets with one continuous dizzying display of aeronautical badassery. Interior Chewbacca's X-Wing. Alarm warnings. Multiple lock-ons. TIE fighters swarm around Chewie, ganging up. BB-8 chirps, concerned. Chewie roars, also concerned. Blam! They're hit. Chewie maneuvers over Monument Square, spinning into a dive. Exterior Monument Square. The orange X-Wing makes a distressed landing, knocking over brute troopers in its path as it comes to a screeching stop. Hey, save that pilot. Finn and his squad blast their way toward the crashed ship. He climbs onto the wing. BB-8 beeps frantically. BB-8? The cockpit pops open. Chewbacca roars. <laughs> Chewie, where'd you learn to fly like that? Meaning before you were born. Incoming! A fresh batch of heavy AT-NTs emerge. Cannon fire rains down from the capital above. This revolution may not last long. Interior Eclipse Bridge. Leia is weary but steadfast. Change our... What? Change... Is it plane or plan? Rowan. I don't know. You decide. Change our plan of attack. Don't let them line up on us. Connex interrupts urgently. Like, General, our agent on the inside is contacting you. We have an agent on the inside? Connex activates her comm speaker. The capital is a ship. Rose, slow down. Interior First Order Capital control subspace. Rose is patched into a comm terminal. Sparks falling around her. Hotwired cables string between CPU towers. They're going to leave the planet. I can disable the hyperdrive, but I need the key codes in R2's memory drive. Intercut with Eclipse. R2's with Finn. Taconics. Patch her through. Lights up. Finn's alive? Exterior Monument Square. Day. Finn takes cover behind a fallen ATST. Yells into his comm. Rose, you're alive. Stay where you are. We're coming for you. Interior First Order Capital Control Subspace. Rose rolls her eyes, about to save everybody's ass. Great! Listen carefully. I need Arthur to transfer me the hyperdrive keys before this thing takes off. Hyperdrive? Where are you? There's a scomplink terminal at the base of the capital. I have a direct connection to him from there. Got it? Exterior Monument Square, day. Finn looks around frantically. R2, where are you? He spots C-3PO and R2-D2 behind a flip tank. Races to them, grabs R2-D2. We need to get you to the capital. 
Master Finn, we're more suited for rear unit duty. Finn looks out from the battlefield, eyeing the path to the base terminal. First Order transports touch down ahead. Even more brute troopers spill out into the square. Shut up, C-3O. None of this matters if we don't reach that terminal. R2 beeps, determined. Three. What are you saying, R2? There is no glory for droids. Blam! R2-D2 takes a direct hit from a cannon blast. He dies. No. He hits the side of the tank and falls hard. No comical squeal. He's silent as scorched black. Unmoving. R2? R2? Chewie, cover us. Finn hunkers over R2. Chewbacca stands tall, firing away. R2? R2, say something! Finn waves smoke away. Jesus. From R2's burnt body. The droid circuits are dead. No power. Those codes are in here somewhere. Finn opens a panel and removes R2's memory drive. I'm sorry, buddy. Yells. BB-8. BB-8 rolls up, ready for duty. Finn opens a compartment in the droid's round body and inserts R2's memory drive. It's all up to you now, okay? Intercom. Rose, send BB-8 the terminal coordinates. He's got this. To BB-8, confident. Uh, you got this, right? BB-8 nods, silent, focused, his moment. Covering fire. Finn, Chewbacca, and the stormtroopers cover as best they can. Go, go. BB-8 dashes into the battle. We stay right with him, tracking past a barrage of explosions and laser blasts. Through moving AT-MT legs, narrowly missing craters and fallen brute troopers. Finn watches the little guy from afar, inspired. He looks around at the wounded resistance, cut off and surrounded, fighting for survival. Boom! An explosion knocks Finn off his feet. Ears ringing. Fall back! Finn yells to C-3PO, still kneeling over R2-D2's fallen body. 3PO, we have to move. C-3PO looks up, hand on R2's scorched head, emotion like we've never seen from him before. I, I can't leave him! Finn is speechless, crushed by it all. Chewbacca reaches down and heaves R2-D2's scorched shell up onto his back. <laughs> With one arm blasting and the other securing R2, he and Finn race toward cover. Chewbacca gets hit, stumbles. Jeez, he dies too? No, I'm kidding. Keeps going. Chewbacca is hit again, falls to one knee, almost drops R2, stands up. Finn's eyes tear up as, uh, tear up as they fire back at impossible odds. This is how it ends. Interior Falcon, space. Poe watches enemy ships slip through their skull strafing attack formations and descend toward Coruscant. We'll have no chance down there if these reinforcements make it through. We need more ships. Interior Eclipse Bridge. Another Star Destroyer appears from hyperspace. And another. Leia watches the numbers shift even more out of favor. Luke. I'm sorry. Interior Temple of Mortis. Night. Kylo Ren's long shadow precedes him into the Cavern of Stone. Statues of the ancients look down from the deep void into the center, sealed with a slab of unpolished marble. Kylo reaches out. The stone slab slides off and falls to the ground with a thud. He looks down into the well beneath the temple, deep into the heart of Mortis, eager for his reward. It's empty. Nothing. A hole in the ground. No. No. Kylo searches the rune-covered walls for answers, he finds only arcane sculpted faces looking down at him. He fires his saber and slashes at the statue, scarring the ancients with his rage. 
You've lost, Ben. Luke Skywalker steps into the light. A thin blue glow traces his form. You are dead. The Jedi are ghosts. The dark side has failed you, like it failed my father. Your father was weak. His love for his family saved him. I wish it could save you. Luke looks deep into his former student's pained eyes. I did what I had to do. You chose hate. I chose power. Kylo fires his saber and attacks, but Luke catches the blade with his gloved hand, stopping it in midair stronger than Kylo could possibly imagine. I'll be stronger than any Skywalker has ever been. Their faces are inches away, separated by the red blade. You are no Skywalker. Rey lies motionless on the stone steps, blind and bleeding in the rain. Then her hand moves. Her eyes flutter open. Luke! Interior Temple of Mortis, night. Luke's expression changes, sensing her. Let go, Kylo. You can't defeat us. Us? I am not alone. Obi-Wan was right. Exterior Temple Mount, night. Rey drags her shattered body to the temple steps. Her arm gives out. She collapses. The pain is too much. We're connected. All living things. Interior Eclipse Destroyer Bridge. Leia looks beyond the battle, feeling Rey's pain. Rey. The Force surrounds us. Capital Navigation Subspace. Rose winces from sparks as she rewires the hyperdrive on the capital, fingertips bleeding. She looks up, a feeling. It penetrates us. Millennium Falcon. Poe flies through the barrage of laser fire. It binds the galaxy together. He feels the connection from across the galaxy. Ray. Exterior Temple Mount, night. Ray into the rain. Oh. Gathers her strength. Finn. Exterior Coruscant Imperial Boulevard, sunset. Sunset Imperial Boulevard, if you will. Finn is crouched low behind cover, lasers flying overhead. We are one, bound by the force. Finn feels the connection, a surge of hope. Fight, Ray, fight. Exterior Temple Mount, night. Ray hears him. He's there with her. They all are. A distant echo. Interior Temple of Mortis, night. Luke gives his former student a faint smile. And we will not be broken. With all her strength, the last Jedi rises. She unwraps a strip of cloth from the bandage on her head, uses it to blindfold her eyes. Interior temple. Luke vanishes. Beyond him, Ray stands tall in the arched doorway, blind, bruised, determined. Our masters were wrong. I will not deny my anger, and I will not reject my love. Her fallen lightsaber flies into her hands. I am the darkness, and I am the light. You are nothing. You are no one. She ignites the blades. They crackle. No one is no one. Kylo charges. Their blades meet and sizzle. Rey fights him blindfolded, guided by the Force. Interior Eclipse Destroyer. Burning resistance cruisers plummet to landfall. Leia watches the fiery carnage at her observation window. It's over. More ships <laughs> arriving from the Outer Rim, General. Prepare to retreat. These aren't First Order ships. Leia looks out at the starfield ahead. 
off her surprise, a thousand ships appear from hyperspace. A massive fleet of smugglers and thieves flying tricked out, junkyard-bound personal cruisers the pirate Han Solo spent half his life running from. In the lead is Lando's personal starship, the Lady Luck. Interior Lady Luck. Lando Calrissian helms the controls. <laughs> Thought you could use a few scoundrels. Nye Nylon, an aging alien in a vintage bomber jacket, shakes his head in the co-pilot's chair. Meaning, I'm too old for this shit. Lando's ragtag fleet attacks, covering for the larger battleships as they lay waste to the enemy. Exterior Coruscant, Imperial Boulevard. A burning tie hunter crashes into the army of brute troopers and tanks in the square. Finn looks up. A battalion of ships he's never seen before join the firefight in the sky. What? Yeah. He raises his rifle in the air, yelling to all who can hear. Chewie. Thrilled declaration. We got company. Exterior capital base terminal. BB-8 reaches the capital base and plugs into the terminal. Interior control subspace. Rose receives the feed on her hacked CPU tower. The panel lights up with a flood of key codes. Attaboy. Interior eclipse bridge. The First Order fleet finally takes a beating. First Order forces are in full retreat. Send more ships to like the capital. Leia smiles as relief washes over her. Intercom. Poe, get down there. Interior Millennium Falcon. Poe steers the Falcon into a steep descent straight down. Copy that. The Falcon starts one long descent from space into the city. Poe takes out TIE Hunters as he goes, firing the Falcon's forward cannons until they jam dry. The ship dives into the canyon of buildings, leveling out on a trajectory towards the legion of ATMTs on the boulevard. The Falcon buzzes over the heads of Poe and Chewbacca and crashes through the legs of the walkers, cutting the mechanical beasts off at the knees, toppling them all as if it, spar as it sparks out into Monument Square. The ship grinds to a stop at the base of the capital. The accumulated pile of fallen walkers and crashed ships creates a barricade on the front steps. Interior First Order Capital. Alarms blare. Commanding officers frantically prepare for departure. Hux eyes the crashed falcon in the square below. Bomb the city! Decimate every last being! Our forces are outnumbered, sir. Hux realizes the tragic truth. He lost the Star Wars. Interior Chancellor Hux's chamber. Hux storms into his lush chamber, going to his collector's case, removes one of his prized vintage lightsabers. He activates it and impales himself with the purple blade. Hux kneels, the glowing saber protruding from his chest as First Order ships descend in smoke and fire out the window. Interior Temple of Mortis. Kylo counters Ray's every move. They are evenly matched, two sides of a coin, flame and shadow, fighting to the death. A vicious swing and Kylo's lightsaber shatters at the hilt, destroyed along with several fingers on his left hand, cut across the palm. He looks at it in disbelief, stumbles back toward the empty well of Mortis, falls to one knee. Ray stands over him, anger flowing. She separates her dual lightsaber, holds one blade pointed to Kylo's chest. Kylo is stunned by powerful being before him. She's almost glowing, unfathomable living force within. 
Kylo clenches his teeth, eyes furious, a rage we haven't seen since Anakin. He reaches out the open palm of his good hand and extracts the living force from Rey as Tor Valen taught him. She rises, energy flowing from her body into Kylo's hand as the life drains from her. She pulls off her blindfold and screams to the sky. Kylo stands tall, energized. His face is returned to normal, healed. He pulls the iron plates off his skin. They fall away, healthy flesh underneath. He looks beyond Rey to the empty well of Mortis. They were wrong, all of them. The power of this place can't be taken. Ben. But it's nothing compared to you. Kylo takes more from her. Rey is almost gone, drained of life. She summons all her strength, reaches out. With the last of herself, she offers him her hand. Ben, please. Interior Eclipse Destroyer Bridge. Leia feels the disturbance. It pains her. Into the vastness of space, she says her son's name. Ben. Interior Temple of Mortis. Then Kylo hears his mother's voice carried by the Force. Ben. He stops, hearing her, feeling her close. Come back. Come home. Something happens to Kylo when he hears his mother's voice. Interior Eclipse Bridge. Leia speaks to her son through the Force. Help us. Interior Temple of Mortis. Kylo feels the very thing that destroyed Anakin, but doesn't make him feel weak. He looks at Rey's outstretched hand and takes it. The living force flows back into her. Both light and dark swirl within Rey as Kylo is reduced to an empty shell. A man without power, a frightened boy. Kylo and Rey collapse into one another, each propping the other up on their knees. Rey is close to him now, their foreheads touching. He is weakened, spent, in the last moments of his life. Solana. Ray is stunned to hear her name, distant like a memory. Your name? Last breath. Ray Solana. Those words are Ben Solo's last. Ray watches the light dim in his eyes, but it is the light. Goodbye, Ben. With a look that could be perceived as love, Ben Solo dies. Ray releases her hold, collapses, barely alive herself. They fought to the death. Exterior capital steps, sunset. Finn appears through smoke, bloodstained, dirty, a hero. Rafe and the other renegade stormtroopers behind him. Poe climbs out of the Falcon cockpit. Chewbacca helps him. Finn regards his old friend, amazed at his transformation. He spots a fallen resistance flag on the ground picks it up, hands it to Finn. Finn takes the flag, climbs up the angled bow of the crashed midnight oiler to the top of the barricade of ships. Poe and Chewbacca scale it with him. Finn waves the flag for all to see. The ground shakes. They all look up as the First Order capital leaves its moorings. Everybody get back. A thunderous boom as the capital rises into the sky. Rose is still in there. Finn spots BB-8 rolling toward them from the quaking base. BB-8, where is she? Interior, First Order Capital, Escape Pod Bays. Rose races toward the Quaking Capital, through the Quaking Capital. Checks a hand-drawn map on her hand, rounds a corner toward a bay of escape pods. Climbs into one, shuts the door. It launches as the capital rises. A short trip before it crash lands onto the battlefield. Interior, First Order Capital, Command Deck. 
Commander Selleck looks down at the shrinking metropolis below. The massive structure casts a shadow over the city. Ready for light speed? Exterior First Order Capital. Finn rushes to Rose's crashed escape pod. Rose. Touches her face. Are you okay? Touches his hand affectionately. Yeah, I'm fine. She looks up at the rising capital, backlit against the setting sun. Poe, Chewie, BB-8, and C-3PO follow her eyes. They're getting away. Did you disable the hyperdrive idiot? I couldn't figure it out. Hope falls away. The war is lost. So, I made some adjustments to their nav computer. Without precise calculations, that thing could... Capital jumps to light speed. The moment it vanishes, it collides with a distant planet. The impact is so massive, so galaxy-shaking, it's visible for light years. Fly right into a star. Interior Eclipse Destroyer. Leia shields her eyes at the enormous explosion in deep space, pulsating in the starry twilight. A beacon of hope. Radio communications instantly crackle to life. A cacophony of voices fill the frequency waves, calling on their brethren to fight. Exterior Monument Square. Finn, Poe, Rose, Chewie, and the droids all look up, awed, inspired, but they can't celebrate, not yet. He looks at Finn, speaking volumes. You feel it too. Poe nods, affirming their connection. Ray is gone. Interior Temple of Mortis. Ray lies flat on the stone. Silence. Light fills the space around her, particles of energy floating up. She rises with them. The light engulfs the flame, the frame, until we reach a place beyond what we know the astral plane. Glimmers of energy flicker like fireflies in darkness. Ray opens her eyes, clear again, unburdened. Three of the distant glimmers grow larger than the others. She moves toward them. Yoda, Luke Skywalker, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Is this death? In this place, there is no such thing as death. I can see. Your true self is free of suffering, free of pain. Taught as much you have. I've taught you? Mmm, succeeded where we have failed. Narrow was our point of view. You chose to embrace the dark side and the light, to find balance within. Coexist, they must, as such feelings do in all of us. But if I'm here with you... Mmm, a choice you must make, to return or to remain. Here... There is serenity, knowledge, peace. Those lost, but not forgotten. She looks beyond them at the shimmering flecks of energy. And there? There, you will find a galaxy in turmoil. Pain, suffering, the loss of those you love. Sire but, Bibble. But other, other living galaxies. you will be. Love. You shall. We hold on Ray's face as she considers the life she's yet to live and makes her decision. Thank you. The spirits fade into the cosmic force. As the light overwhelms us, Obi-Wan Kenobi's voice echoes. You are a Jedi, Ray Solana, but you will not be the last. Exterior Coruscant, day. A resistance flag rises from the rubble at the site of the old capital. 
Thousands of citizens fill the square, free. Interior, ceremonial hall. Heroes at attention, Leia, Skywalker, Organa in elegant white. Lando Calrissian and her top generals around her. Finn, Rose, Poe, and Chewie stand before Leia. She places medals of honor around each of their necks. BB-8 beeps excitedly at their feet. After 40 years of service, Chewie gets a medal. Exterior landing platforms, sunset. Leia looks down at the blue beacon bracelet once used to guide Rey back to safety, clutched tightly in her hand. Finn and Rose stand by her side. I can't feel her presence. Finn bows his head. Neither can he. But there's something I've never felt. Balance. That's her. Leia smiles. BB-8 rolls up, beeps to Rose and Finn. Come on. We have work to do. Leia approaches Poe and Chewbacca, also on their way. She places the beacon bracelet in Poe's hand. I'll never stop looking. Chewbacca gives her a giant Wookiee hug. Okay, okay. Easy. Finn approaches Poe, holding something under his arm. Let me know what you find. I will. Finn hands Poe his old leather jacket. Good luck. Poe smiles, takes it, hugs him. Chewbacca growls. We follow Poe and Chewie to the Millennium Falcon, rebuilt to look better than it has in decades. Interior Falcon. Poe flips switches in the cockpit. Ready, Chewie? He takes takes Ray's beacon and hangs it, replacing Han's dice. Interior Leia's quarters. Leia watches from her window as the Falcon jets off into the starfield. The Phantom Hawk rockets the other way into empty space. Leia checks on R2-D2 still under construction. A repair droid works on rebuilding his destroyed frame. How is he coming along? Cycle through his memory banks and he'll be his old self again, I hope. He'll be fine, C-3PO. I can't imagine what I'd do without him. I know he's stubborn, but I... I... I I know. Leia picks up R2-D2's intact memory drive, rescued by BB-8. She inserts it into R2-D2, reminiscent of the first time we saw the princess with the droid. R2 beeps to life. As his files catalog into chronological order, he projects the contents of his memory banks. And we witness their adventures over 60 years, all from the droid's perspective. Luke buying C-3PO from the Jawas. Obi-Wan giving Luke his father's lightsaber. R2 flying through the Death Star Trench, Han getting his medal on Yavin, Yoda lifting the X-Ring from the swamp, Luke saluting from the plank on Java's barge, Leia and Han outside the bunker on Endor. Leia is taken aback by the flood of memories. It is a catharsis for her, and for us, she takes a deep breath. Thank you, R2. Leia leaves them alone together. R2-D2 beeps affectionately. Exterior, Leia's balcony. Leia steps outside, looks up at the field of stars. He looks up at the vastness of space. A star falls. It gives her peace. Exterior Modesta, day. A serene, sun-dappled ranch surrounded by rolling green fields of tall grass. Smoke curls from from the chimney. Interior homestead, day. Finn sits with a circle of young kids, six to 11 in a sun-drenched cabin. A fire crackles as he finishes a story and the light could be seen all over the galaxy, in every system. Ray gave us all hope. 
a little girl, seven, looks confused. Whoa, 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 whoa. But uh, how do you really know she's a gun? Ray? Uh, I don't Finn. think she's gone. <laughs> I believe... Finn, eyes rose, seated at a wood table, part of a droid's motivator spread out in front of her. She smiles. I believe someday she'll come back. And when she does, we'll be here, waiting. All of us. The kids smile, relieved. They like that ending. Go on. Get out of here. (laughs) The kids leap up and, and run into daylight. Finn rises with them and follows the last one out. Exterior Modesta, day. The children race around the pasture. Dade is among them. So is the broom boy from Canto Bite. They race around a nerf foal, trying to hook a ring around its tiny horns. BB-8 races with them, beeping excitedly. The little girl hooks it. The ring flies back through the air into her hand. These children are Force-sensitive. Finn and Rose have built a refuge for Force-sensitive youth to live the life they never had. Finn steps onto the front porch, leans against a post. The twin sunset washes his face. Something in that sunset changes his wistful expression. Unclear at first, but it soon becomes a realization. A tremor in the force. Interior Millennium Falcon. Poe and Chewie in the Falcon at light speed. The beacon hanging from the dash suddenly begins to glow. Chewie roars. Poe sees it, eyes wide. Chewie, turn the ship around. I know, just turn around. Exterior Modesta, day. Finn notices a glimmer of light in the distance. He steps forward to get a closer look. Rose joins him, shielding her eyes from the sun. A figure blurs on the horizon. A familiar silhouette. Dirty, ragged, walking for a long time. BB-8 rolls forward, beeps excitedly. The kids hear the droid stop their game, look to the field beyond. On the horizon... Ray Solana. Her eyes are restored, only a faint scar runs across her forehead. The kids run toward her, joined by BB-8, who is faster. Ray walks on toward the homestead. Here she will train a new generation of Jedi and pass down what she has learned, that only an understanding of the balance within can lead to peace and justice in the galaxy. The end. Now a Star Wars duel of the fates, everybody. Woo. They all live happily ever. Oh, yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah, I want to watch it. Why didn't they do that one? Like, can we can we get like a like another a, like a second redo? <laughs> yeah. This one. I I liked it. To do all the voices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked it, but oh, yeah, I didn't totally. like that Rayla was still implied as it's the yeah. creepiest thing in the world. That's not good. Yeah. He was really rapey at the end there. Yeah, I <laughs> love that. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just kill someone and then decide, you know what? I'm not going to kill you. I take it back. But. <laughs> wait a second. Kind, kind, kind of quirky. Axe on impulse and then was it, like, this may be a mistake. Like six and 12 year olds, so. Yeah. Um, so all of you watching, listening out there, thank you for joining us for this episode of Across the Stars. Uh, and thank you to all of our guests for joining us these three crazy episodes. Uh, it has been for a lot one of- crazy episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah for Eliza, one crazy episode. For Xander, two yeah. crazy episodes. 
Uh, but for the rest of you, three crazy episodes, uh, we appreciate it. And uh, thank you for joining us. So all of you listening out there, we'll be back next week with another episode. And uh, until then, uh, thank you for watching, listening. Uh, my name is Rowan Wood. I'm Sebastian Rickerhoff, and this has been Across the Stars. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>